Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. And so we thank God for that. Now, go with me to Exodus chapter 6, verse 6. I want to expound upon the Word of the Lord that was shared on this past, uh, on first Sunday. I'll need to go deeper. Uh, are you ready for it? Because the Lord has more to say. I, I'm unpacking all of what God would have me to say to us. This is very vital and crucial. I'm telling you now that if you do not pay attention to some of the things that are said in this year, you're going to mess up the rest of the decade for your life. This is how serious God is right now to us. And I need you to hear. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Exodus 6, verse 6. Exodus 6, verse 6, I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it records, Therefore say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will rescue you from their bondage, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. He said, I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments judgments. I want to talk to you this morning, and I hope you receive this prophetically. Never underestimate God's reach. Never underestimate God's reach. Ladies and gentlemen, these past few weeks, even before I released the word of the Lord to us last Sunday, God, this verse has has continued to be impressed upon me through the Spirit of God. And the thought is about God's outstretched arm. And what I'm going to share with you in this message this morning, I've been asking God, what are you saying about the pandemic? Um, so a little bit of it is going to, you're going to hear it in this message. And then not only that, last Sunday I talked to you about how God said that we are in the middle of the biggest wealth transfer. And uh, some of that is going to be in that today. And some other things about not underestimating God's power and ability. I want to show you how we're going to expound upon this. So never underestimate God's reach. So his outstretched arm. And so I've been finding this, ladies and gentlemen, to be very interesting. And so I went on a study about the arm. The arm. So the arm in scripture, ladies and gentlemen, it... it, um, it symbolizes and is used for strength, all right? So when you see the arm in Scripture, the arm is used as a symbol uh, to refer to strength. Not only that, but if we go deeper about the study of the arm in Scripture and what it symbolizes, is that it's also used, watch me, it's also used as a means of expressing affection and relationship. This is very key. If you're taking note, if you're taking notes, so the arm in scripture, it represents one strength and then two, it's used as a means of expressing affection and relationship. This is going to be very key to today's teaching. But let's go forward. Let's let's get deeper. So I had to not just study the arm in Scripture. I had to then now study specifically. Let's talk about 
the arm of God. The arm of God. Let, let's talk about the arm of God for a moment as we're setting the scene for what, for what we're talking about here, about never underestimating God's reach. And so the arm of God is used to symbolize a couple of things. I want you to walk with me for a second. Number one, it symbolizes the might of God. His might, his, his might. All right. The prophet Isaiah referred to, referred to his, the might of God as his glorious arm. His glorious arm in Isaiah 63, verse 12. All right. So in Isaiah 63, verse 12, he refers to the might of God as his glorious arm. Number two, the second way uh, that the arm of God is symbolized is that it symbolizes the power of God to save or redeem, which we see here in Exodus chapter 6, verse 6. And I'm going to expound upon the verse in a moment. And then, ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about the arm of God, it is also symbolizes the eternity of God. The eternity of God. Moses talked about the arm of God in Deuteronomy 33, verse 27, and he calls his arms everlasting. He said his everlasting arms is what he refers to the arm of God in Deuteronomy 33, verse 27. And not only that, but the arm of God speaks of his holiness. His holiness is his holiness, the psalmist in Psalm 98, verse 1, refers to his arm as holy. But let's, let's go a little deeper. Now, we talked about the arm, but then we have to add this piece here in verse 6 of Exodus chapter 6 that talks about his outstretched arm. And this is what God has been, he, 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 he said, Brandon, deliverance is going to come by my outstretched arm. I want you to receive that, that deliverance is going to come by his outstretched arm. Now, what is the outstretched arm of God? I explained to you the arm of God. And when we talk about the outstretched arm of God, we are talking about one of the attributes of God being omnipotent. We are referring to the omnipotence of God. Let me explain to you what, uh, uh, what his omnipotence, let me un uh, unpack this attribute for a second. It refers to God's unconditioned power to do that which he wills in accordance with his nature. So what it is, ladies and gentlemen, is God doing whatever he pleases. The word omni means all. That means when you add potent, it is talking about all powerful. <laughs> Meaning that he's all powerful to do whatever he pleases that is in alignment to the nature of God. Can I pause for a second? I didn't want a tabernacle here, but I have to. Watch me. Is that a lot of times, ladies and gentlemen, we don't understand God's nature. And as I told you last week that God spoke to me and talked to, to talk to me about never underestimate. And he said, Brandon, the reason why people underestimate me is because they don't know me. 
And so you associate the pandemic, you associate the divorce, you associate all of this stuff and saying God and blame God as if he was the devil. Because you don't know God. We blame all disaster that happens in the earth or happens in our lives. And we blame God because we say he's omnipotent. But we can't, we cannot, ladies and gentlemen, quote Romans 8.28 with good conscience if you don't believe the verse. God did not say that all good things will work out for you. God said that all things work together. That means is that in God's purpose, he knows how to use the ugly of life, the indifferent of life, the good of life, and he mixes it all together for a positive outcome. <laughs> oh, my God. It is through, oh, God, help me. It is the omnipotence of God, his all-powerfulness. Hallelujah. That he, ladies and gentlemen, created the heavens and the earth. Jeremiah 32, verse 17. He says, Ah, Lord God, behold, you made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm." There is nothing too hard for you. Jeremiah says because of his omnipotence, his attribute of being omnipotent, there's nothing hard for him because he's all powerful. And so you, hallelujah, in the beginning, God made the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. In the heavens and the earth was not made, hallelujah, by itself. Hallelujah. When people say there can't be a God and that this came through a big bang theory, my thing is, then where did the natural elements come from? It had to come from somewhere. Ah! Oh, my God, help me. Hallelujah. Because then you have to explain how the natural gases and different elements came to be. Oh, my God. And those elements did not come to be without a creator. Jesus, I praise you. And so it is out of his omnipotence, his ability to intervene with him being all powerful that he can then step into a situation. Because there is nothing that is outside of the reach of God that he cannot do. Oh, out there you put it in that chat section and say there is nothing outside of the reach of God. There is nothing outside of the reach of God that he cannot do. <laughs> and so when I'm looking at the outstretched arm, the outstretched arm of God, the Lord said prophesy to my people and tell them in 2022 you will see the, uh, oh my God, you will see the omnipotence of God will be on full display. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you will see the all-powerful God make, oh my God, make medical people scratch their head. You'll see the all-powerful God, how he can intervene in this year to show you how great and mighty he is. Look at somebody say, don't ever underestimate God's reach. If you believe it, say amen. Listen. 
The outstretched arm of God refers to his omnipotence, his ability to intervene, unconditioned power. His power is not conditional. That means everything that God does, he does in accordance to his nature. So if you know the nature of God, then you will know that his nature is of good and is not of evil. That God has nothing but good intentions concerning you and I. And so if he's all powerful, that means an all powerful God has good intentions to do of whatever he pleases. <laughs> and however he pleases and ever and however he chooses to move in a, in a situation is how it's going to be. You and I do not dictate how God's omnipotence will be on display. You do not, you cannot manipulate God for him to reach into something he has not sanctioned. You cannot manipulate God. That's why I have a problem with you manifestors out there. You quote unquote manifestors. The thing, I can have faith and be a manifestor at the same time. No, you can't. Because the reality is manifesting or your manifesto, ladies and gentlemen, is you trying to manipulate or conjure something out out of your own will and your own desire and your strength, thinking that you're omnipotent. But what God is saying, you manifesto, what God is coming against your little manifesto is the reality is of the matter is you can't manifest anything outside of God because you're not omnipotent. Hallelujah. Because real faith is knowing who manifests it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. True faith relies on God's ability to manifest what I can't conjure up in myself. Because I understand that the blessings of the Lord addeth no make it rich and it added no sorrow. And that's why you got sorrow now because it wasn't a true blessing. Okay. In the text, ladies and gentlemen, I have to help you understand this. In this text, ladies and gentlemen, we are introduced to God reassuring Moses. Hear me. Exodus chapter 6 is a continuation of Exodus chapter 5. And Exodus chapter 5, we see that Moses and Aaron have their first confrontation with Pharaoh. Ladies and gentlemen, he has his first confrontation with Pharaoh. Here was the problem is that he went up to Pharaoh saying, hey, the Lord God said, hey, to let his people go and let them worship in the wilderness for three days. He, he went up there and guess what Pharaoh said and who God is, did what? Pharaoh said, you telling these people, you've caused them to be idle. So you know what? Tell you and your God of the Hebrews that I'm placing more a hardship upon them. Since you want to talk about he told you to deliver his people. And guess what? So more hardship came upon them, right? And in the end of the verses, Moses is asking like, hey, God, what's up? You told me to come down here. See, here's the thing that some people don't remember all of what God told them. God told Moses earlier that he will not just relinquish them so easy. Jesus, I'm a, I don't know who I'm talking. That the demonic force behind this pandemic ain't going to just release us so easily. 
it may get harder before better days come. Oh my God, y'all ain't, I wish I had a church that were, who can receive this in faith right now. That you looking at all these variants and they talking about another variant coming that got more mutations in it. But let me tell you something, oftentimes when the enemy knows his time is almost up, that's when it gets a little harder. And what I'm trying to tell the people of God is don't you lose your faith now because you're almost there. Moses like, God, what you doing? You didn't intervene. You want to know why? Moses was more impressed and Pharaoh's ability to do whatever he pleased that he forgot about who the God who just spoke to him. And he underestimated God because he 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 was he was intimidated by how f intimidated of Pharaoh's power. And so a lot of us, we forget about, oh, my God, he, we leave discouraged and we leave like, God, I thought you was going to move like this because you said that you were delivering us. You told me to go over there and tell him. But, hey, you only remember in half of the truth that I told you. I told you this wouldn't be easy. Because he was impressed with Pharaoh's pool. And he didn't he didn't he, and he was discouraged because he didn't see God reach into the situation like he thought he would. And a lot of us, ladies and gentlemen, we get so discouraged because we don't feel if we don't see God moving and operating in a situation like we think he's going to. Then we get discouraged. We get disappointed. And we say, and they came up to Moses and they told him, hey, man, you and Aaron, y'all need to go somewhere. I'm just abbreviating it. You messing everything up. Now hardship has came upon us. And Moses is like, God, hey, man, you told me to deliver the people. Why are, you, why are they going to put more hardship on them? Where are you at? And so God comes in Exodus chapter 6 to remind him. To remind and reassure Moses that I'm going to deliver them. Here's what Moses needed to be reassured of. That Pharaoh is not beyond my reach. Jesus, I praise you. Ah, let me help somebody understand. And that family member you praying for is not beyond the reach of God. Ah, that opportunity that you've been waiting for is not beyond the reach of God. God is saying, never underestimate the reach that I have. Don't you know that the heavens and the earth are mine? Don't you want, don't you know that I can still control things? Hallelujah. Don't you not know that even though the enemy has power, he's just on a, he was, he's on a short leash. And so. Moses felt discouraged, but here's what I want to show you about God's outstretched arm that I want you to see something. Oh, I need you to see this. Hear me. Hear me. Never underestimate God's reach to intervene in the methods he uses for deliverance. Hear me. Never underestimate God's, his reach. Again, he can be he can extend past what we are able to. 
Mm, can you hear me? He stretches beyond what we are able to, and he stretches beyond the limits of man. That sometimes as God stretches beyond the limits of man, we try to limit a God who is limitless because he surpasses our understanding. That's why peace is not understandable because God is <laughs> surpasses. Oh, my God. He will give you peace that surpasses all understanding because God is beyond comprehension. While we are able to comprehend God and, and, and things that he's revealed in scriptures, there are some things that, are not, uh, that we are not able to comprehend because he supersedes man's ability. Some things about God you can only receive in faith because there's a level of God that only intimacy can take you beyond the cognitive knowledge that we see here in scriptures. Oh, my God. And here's what he says. Bring Exodus chapter 6, verse 6 up for them. I want you to see this. I don't know some people are not going are are, are to understand or may not like what I'm about to say, but hear me. I want you to show something because oftentimes we don't see this. But watch me. Exodus 6, verse 6, and I'm going to come to a close and we're getting out of here. Here it is. I want to pay attention to the last clause of this verse. He says, I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I want to show you something and I'm going to I'm going to submit something to you and you can choose to rather re you receive this in faith or you can just pass it off. But for those of you who want to come down the road for a second with me, let's let's go there for a second. He says with. He says, with an outstretched arm and great judgments. What I'm about to tell you is about to change your life. What it is is this. There are times when the mighty power of God will be demonstrated through his judgments. And wow, watch me. Listen, now, because... Oh, God help me out of watch what I'm about to say. God will either stretch out in mercy or he will be forced to stretch out in judgment. Because God is omnipotent, he already foreknew in his omniscience. What is omniscient, ladies and gentlemen? It means God's perfect knowledge of both himself and which he has created. So in his omniscience, he already knew before time began that this pandemic would be here. In God's omniscience, he already knew that Pharaoh would not want to relinquish the people of God because of his pride and that the economy rested on them being slaves. And that's why there's certain things happening in the stock market or happening in the crypto market because there is a wealth transfer that is about to be released in the earth like we've never seen before. But the Pharaoh or the oppressor of our time is trying to not relinquish it so that the people of God can come into promise. I 
I wish I had somebody who could receive that is that God will either stretch out in mercy or he will stretch out in judgment but one other way God's gonna stretch out regardless said watch me it's through his it is through his outstretched arm meaning that his wonderful acts or his signs of power it was through the parting of the red sea it was through the ten plagues that the wonders of god was on full display in the children of israel oh my god oh my god to the children of israel and guess what can i help you understand something while the plagues came Israel was still affected by it because they lived in Egypt. And a lot of times you don't teach, we don't teach you the fact that they were still living in Egypt while the plagues were happening. But there was one specific plague that God said, Moses, tell them to get of blood oh my god of a goat or a, or a lamb and pull it in and put it on the doorpost ah because i'm sending the death angel oh my god through e oh my god through egypt and every firstborn son will be dead oh but if they put the blood on the doorpost the, oh my god the death angel will see it and pass through and that's why we celebrate passover oh my god we don't just celebrate passover for what he did for the children of Israel but over 2,000 years ago Jesus got up on that cross and through the blood of Jesus that every boy every girl if that blood has been applied oh my god over their life then the death angel will just pass over hallelujah The reason why some people don't think Jesus is God because they underestimate the method that he used for deliverance. He used a cross and some thorns on his hand and some nails in his hand to complete his redemption work. Woo! I feel like preaching in here this morning. Somebody needs to know that God's reach, God stretched his arm. That why would a God come down the earth? Because it was the show man that man cannot live up to the standard of God. Woo! Ha! What am I trying to tell you is that you cannot underestimate the reach of God through his judgment where his power could be displayed. And sometimes God will allow what the pandemic has showed us is that nobody is beyond the reach of God. It don't matter how much money you got in the bank. It don't matter who you know that nobody is beyond the reach of God. And sometimes wealth transfer, deliverance will happen when great judgment hits. But guess what? God reached with mercy first. Y'all keep talking about the God of the Old Testament is not the same God in the Old New Testament. Oh, yes, he is. Because he reaches with mercy first before judgment comes. 
and in the New Testament, Jesus, God has sent his son that anybody believe on him will not perish but have everlasting life. And with us being in the church age, the church age is here or the age or the dispensation of grace is here to convince you into this truth. Because if not, the mercy of God will run out for you when his time, when he cracks the sky. Pharaoh had a chance to align with God. But his pride would not allow him because there was too much on the line. And I suggest to you that Egypt would have been blessed if they followed the first instruction. (laughs) Oh, my God in here. You got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that you cannot underestimate God's reach to come through in judgment because sometimes it is the judgment of the Lord upon all flesh that he is then able to do things in the earth to bring order. Wonder why the church was impacted by this and everyone else is because judgment had come to the house of God. And judgment has come to the house of God, ladies and gentlemen, so that things that God has ordained, oh my God, to take forefront, will take forefront upon this flesh that is out here. Receive it or not. But the truth of the matter is you don't want to talk about the judgment of God because you don't see the grace of God in judgment. But, oh, let me tell you something. The grace of God is in judgment. It is through his grace that he will judge it righteously. Oh, my Jesus in here. I don't know who needs to hear this. I know you want to hear this little lollipop message that's going to just going to ease you through. There ain't no lollipop message that's keeping nobody safe. And that's why people are walking away from the faith right now because they don't want to receive the full counsel of God. But I got good news for TCF Nation. If you receive this by faith, those storms and life may come. You'll be able to stand because you got a firm foundation. It is in God's grace and mercy that he, oh my God, that in his judgment that he pronounced over Adam and Eve. It was mercy that allowed him to kick them out of the garden because they could not stay in there. Because they will always be in shame of their decision. Let me bring it home. Last thing I want to show you. Can I show you this? Never underestimate God's willingness to reach because of relationship. I told you earlier that you needed to remember this, that the arm of God is used to us. It is used, ladies and gentlemen, as a means of expressing affection and relationship. Every time you see the phrase, the outstretched arm of God in scripture, it will always come back to this verse of God redeeming Israel. Why? It's to show that God redeems because of relationship. God made a promise with Abraham. 
And in that covenant relationship, watch me, with Abraham, he, dis- he said, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. Hallelujah. And Israel is raised, oh my God, through Jacob, which, oh my God, is the son of Abraham. And a nation was born through Jacob. Out of relationship. In verse verse 7, he tells them, I'm delivering them and they will be my people. God's willingness to reach. Can I help somebody? Put me right here. Because of our, let me give you an example. Because of my relationship with my wife. Out of relationship. I will go over and beyond. Because that's my wife. I will go over and beyond because of my wife. Because I'm going I'm to reach and do whatever she needs because that is the relationship that we have. Out of God's relationship with Abraham. God was telling and reassuring Moses that I'm going to go over and beyond by any means necessary to deliver the children of Israel. And if I got to send the plagues to do it, I'm going to do it. Oh, my God. I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning. You may feel like God has forgotten about you. But let me tell you, God will reach to you and he will go over and beyond. Out of relationship. Oh, my God. And I'm reminded again, 2,000 years ago, (laughs) where God stepped out of eternity and into time which he created. Oh, my God, over 2,000 years ago and out of his relationship, oh, my God, of what he wanted for us. Oh, my goodness, help me in here this morning that he stretched out and went over and beyond any means necessary to the point, oh, my God, of death to the point of being beaten beyond recognition and leaving the glories of heaven to suffer for our sake. Psalm 136, verse 11 and 12. Psalm 136, verse 11 and 12, New Living Translation. He brought Israel out of Egypt. His faithful love endures forever. Here's where you need to praise God right here, verse 12. He acted with a strong hand and a powerful arm. His faithful love endures forever. And here's where we can rest on. See, if you see, if you don't know God in this type of way that he loves you, yeah, I know you done did some things. Yeah, I know we don't always get it right. But he, out of his love, he acts. 
Oh my God. Oh my goodness. It is out of the love of God that he acts on our behalf. It is of the Lord's mercies. Come on in here. That we are not consumed because his compassion faileth not. Tell you to put in that check said God's love endures forever. Oh my God. And guess what? His love suffers long because he does what he does out of relationship and out of relationship people of God in 2022 God is saying I've heard the cries of my people and he said I am ready and I'm willing but you gotta receive it in faith you gotta receive this in faith that I prophesy to you that God is gonna go over and beyond for those who will recognize him as the faithful lover of the people of God and if you were Save it. He will be able to do for you. Don't underestimate the reach of God. Look at somebody say, God's reaching to me now. I'm not going to underestimate my relationship with God. Out of my relationship, he ain't going to let me be here too long. Out of my relationship with God, it's working in me an eternal way to glory. Out of my relationship with God, God is reaching beyond. His hands are not too slow. I gotta go. I gotta go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said praise him, Zion, because his arms are not too short. Oh my God, his arms are not too short. Where he will stretch out. Hallelujah. Why don't you say, Lord, stretch out. Lord, stretch out. Stretch out in my home. Stretch out in my family. Stretch out in my community. Stretch out in my world. I need the stretch of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I praise you. God still got a stretch. Oh my God, I praise you in here. God still got a stretch. I gotta go. Real, I'm past my time. I'm past my time. I gotta go. Woo! Hallelujah. And the stretch of God is God's omnipotence. The outstretched arm of God is God's omnipotence being manifested we prophesy this over you as a mouthpiece of God as an authorized mouthpiece of God to allow me to even say this to you right now that we decree and declare over your year over your family oh my God over everything that you have your hands to that you will see the omnipotence of God on full display like never before in this year we prophesy to you that whatever seems to be un oh my God whatever seems to be impossible that the outstretch of God the outstretched arm of God it will move beyond oh my God man's limitations and man's limits and we decree and declare that the arm of God the wonders, the signs the miracles of God will be in full display that you will live under the heavens, live under the glory of the heavens in the name of Jesus if you believe and put three amens in that chat section right there.
if you're not saved, I give you Jesus. God is stretching to you. He's reaching to you. He's saying, come home. Come home. Salvation is understanding that, look, you are a sinner. You are a sinner. There's nothing good within you and I. Understanding what we're being saved from. We're being saved from sin and death. The bondage of Satan that he has on you. Believe it or not, if you're not saved, he has a hold on you. And Jesus came over 2,000 years ago to reach out of time into time. By any means necessary to restore the relationship back between you and the Father. And if you give your life to him, you will not perish but have everlasting life. He came that you may experience the abundant life, full of the fruit of the Spirit. Come to him today. And you don't got to jump through hoops. You don't got to do nothing crazy. All you got to do is believe. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. If you saying, hey, I want to commit my life back to Christ, you can do that right now. It is not that God changed in the situation. God is still reaching out, but you haven't received it. And I tell you, I, 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 I encourage you in this moment, don't you get off of this. Too much stuff is going on in the world for you not to go, not to know Jesus. <laughs> Too much. Give your life to him today. If you want to partner with TCF, listen, we pass to everyone all across the world. You don't have to miss out. You don't have to miss out. You can text hello TCF to 9400. But I'm more concerned with you coming back in fellowship or coming into fellowship with Jesus. Repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner and I'm in need of saving. God, I ask you right now to redeem me. I'm tired of living a life of sin in the hole and under the hold and bondage of the enemy. I'm ready to do it, to make a change. I acknowledge that you died on the cross for my sin and that you were buried and that you rose again and that you ascended to the right hand of the Father just for me. And I want to make you the Lord of my life today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you believe that, don't you get off of here without texting that number right now or taking your phone and hitting that, or, uh, that QR code. We want to show you the way of salvation. Come on, if you think, if, if, come on and give God a praise for those who said the prayer for the first time. It's offering time in the house of God. Listen. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.